Welcome to the Operation Move podcast. My name is Zoe and this week I thought I'd talk a little bit about breaking through plateaus because the end of the year can be a great time to sort of reflect and just to give you some ideas on where you could start. I think one thing to keep in mind is that if things have been going well you don't necessarily need to change anything for things to keep going well because the easiest way to improve is just to be consistent so uh, if you're someone who has had a really good year in terms of your training then there might not be a whole lot of reason to to change that because the enemy of improvement is injury so if something's been working really well that's not necessarily a a reason to say well this has been working really well but for me to keep going I have to sort of change something not necessarily and you know you don't need to go for you know like huge increases in running volume or hugely change things up you may choose to kind of go okay well this went really well so I'm just going to sort of increase this uh a little bit or I'm going to add in you know like a, a little bit extra into these sessions and that's fine but you don't have to rush to change because different isn't necessarily better but for a lot of people the bigger issue is that hey I've been working on this for a year and I haven't gotten better and I've been working really hard and I've been you know ticking everything off and I've been doing all the right things and still nothing is moving and there are lots of ways to judge like what getting better is and so I think that's probably an important part of like when you're looking at it to actually define what that looks like so is getting better like running your sort of easy session starts to feel easier is it that you're recovering better? Is it that you're getting faster? Is it that you're able to cover more distance? There are just so many ways that you could decide what that means for you that aren't necessarily related to, well, you know, like this PB or that PB. But also that could be your goal. So, uh, and running is one of those things where it's so measurable that it can um, be quite intimidating in that way because it is so measurable and if your goal is to improve your five kilometer time or your half marathon or your marathon or whatever it is then there's a real like there's that, that can be kind of black and white and so that can be a good thing but it also can be a challenging thing if things have not quite gone according to plan And plateaus can happen for a range of reasons. It might be some of the recovery stuff isn't happening. So maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're super stressed. Uh, Maybe the nutrition isn't allowing you to recover as well. Uh, Maybe you're not eating enough. Maybe you're not fueling enough. Uh, Maybe there's too much intensity in there and you're not actually recovering in between sessions so you're just taking fatigue from session to session and there's no chance for your body to adapt it could also be sort of like the opposite thing where you're avoiding things that are around your weaknesses so you're avoiding intervals you're avoiding tempo runs uh you know it's and so it's one of those things where you're not creating enough challenge or enough stimulus 
for you to improve at those things. And it could be too, because you're not having those challenging sessions, you're probably pushing or could be pushing the pace a little bit on your easy runs, uh, but it's not really doing you any favors. It's not improving your uh, your pacing overall uh, because you're just taking the speed that should be in those specific sessions and using them in an easy run when the reality is is that the benefit of that easy run doesn't change whether you run that at a super relaxed pace or if you push the pace a little bit can also happen too when you have got goals that are at cross purposes so uh, if you want to train for a specific event that is outside of what your other goal is so like maybe that event is longer or it's on different terrain or it requires a different type of training, then that's going to take time away from the training that would actually benefit the other goal. So sometimes you do have to pick something and you do have to narrow it down and know that you'll be able to do both, but you can't do both at the same time. So some of the ways then that you would sort of break through that plateau are going, okay, like maybe we just need to increase some work capacity, in which case it might be having more volume uh, because you know like say for example if you are training for a 10k getting really comfortable with running more than that is going to increase your work capacity and make that event a whole lot easier but it also might be looking at it and saying okay you know we need to create as much energy as possible for our specific sessions so we need to either like remove like less volume more recovery and really make those easy runs super super easy so there is heaps in the tank for those specific sessions and it may also be that the sessions haven't been specific enough so um, it might just be say for example you're doing speed work but you're not actually spending enough time at your race pace so that could also come into it as well and it is really easy to underestimate how much sort of uh, sleep and fueling will uh will come into it as well and that often is the thing that is more challenging to look at because it's more lifestyle based and less about what you do in one specific session but it's often the first place that you actually need to look in terms of a uh, a plateau so uh and it's probably one of the like it's so much more convenient to think oh it's just the training plan but the reality is is a lot of time it's not because most people will have at least some kind of a response to any kind of any form of consistent training even if it's not 100% specific to what they're doing so if you're not then generally recovery is a really great place to start and make sure that that is happening and there are some good ways to tell that that is happening uh, some options for working out if recovery is happening would be uh, if you do happen to have like a chest strap uh, for you can do your um, HRV which is heart rate variability which is not great for determining recovery for strength sports but it is awesome for endurance sports 
and it's going to give you a number which is going to help you to see like how well recovered you are and it's not the kind of thing that you would take too much into it off like one number but it can help you to see trends and you can start to see how it reacts like oh, I had a big day and then my number has gone up or like I had a relaxing like sort of a uh a low key day uh, in terms of training, but I was super stressful at work and it's gone right up too. And you can sort of start seeing those things. Uh, but there are also other ways as well. You know, like if you are just finding it harder to get up in the morning, you know, that kind of thing, that's also going to sort of uh, indicate, you know, like if your sort of resting heart rate is getting elevated, um, if you are sort of like feeling like on the, that you're sort of like on the edge of a sickness, um, also an indication that it's not sort of going well, or if you're finding yourself super, super hungry a day or a couple of days after your workout, then that's also a sign that maybe it's slightly underfueled. You, you kind of expect that with races because you're never going to be able to take in as much food as you need during a the, the demand of racing but in training generally speaking if you're getting to um if i'm personally if i'm getting to like a couple days after a workout and i get that really insane hunger i'm kind of like mm, i probably didn't quite fuel on that day as well as i could have and so i'm probably not as well recovered as i could possibly be and if you are finding that you are well recovered and that is not an issue then then it's sort of like then you're in the position of like probably needing to dig into the the training a little bit to see where you could make improvements without having like making drastic changes that are going to sort of impact on you know possibility for injury or you know other things like that so it's sort of the idea being with plateaus you want to attack it from the point of view of like training smarter not harder like most of the time more work is not the answer it's just like more specific work and more work that meets the goal of of your sessions and there are things that you can use to help you with that um i think that it can be like i often use heart rate stuff when I'm training but it's important to think of that as like one of the ways that you can determine if what you're doing is in the right zone not the only way and it's certainly not a um it sort of it relates to your effort level but it's not like a hundred percent so um sometimes you just like it can be doing well for a period of time and then it all struggle to get a reading uh, and sometimes you feel like the effort is high but the heart rate isn't reflecting that so you never want to have like a piece of that technology whether it be like your pace data or your heart rate data replace your feeling about how it's going so it's sort of there to help you um so in things that are heart rate based it's great if everything is working with the heart rate and it feels sort of in line and everything like that that's fantastic but you always need to have a backup plan for when it is not working so you know like say for example if i'm 
doing something at marathon effort i know that that's supposed to be in the vicinity of like 160 to 165 heart rate but if that's not working i know that the pacing is probably in between like 5 to 515 ish pace um and then i also kind of like have a good sense of like how it should feel and that's sort of just practice but having sort of like different measures for how it's how you're going to sort of track it helps to keep your effort in the right zone and with the specifics of training i think that you want to critically assess training plans for that they are actually specific to the distance because a lot of times they'll have you'll have like a training plan and it will be sort of set up like intervals tempo long run but if you look at the different demands of 5k 10k half marathon marathon the demands of those races are dramatically different and the training plan should reflect that so you'll tend to see more hills in 5k training because it is a lot more strength based uh you would expect to see lots of tempo work in 10k training because it is uh tempo is 10k pace um and similar with you know half marathon you a lot expect to see a lot of uh tempo and threshold type stuff because it's all around your sort of like half marathon pace also um and you would expect to see a lot more intervals within that pace so you know like if you're doing 5k you would expect to see around five kilometers of work at 5k pace but broken up with recoveries so it's really common to see things like three by 1.6 or four by by 1.2 or five by one all at that 5k pace because what you're doing is accumulating about that amount of distance at that pace but just giving your body a rest in between and you will see the same pattern in other distances so with 10k you're doing more work at 10k pace half marathon you're doing more work at half marathon pace and with marathon obviously you're doing a lot of work at marathon pace too so those are the kind of things that you can look for to make sure that what you're doing is actually specific rather than it being this kind of generic thing of oh well all training plans should have um intervals and tempo and long run so that's what this plan has even though it might not be as specific as it should be to the actual distance that you're doing and once you've sort of got the programming down then you can look at other potential limiters that might be holding you back and so it can be really good to think about like when you're in that hard section of like a workout like what is it that is struggling is it breathing is it muscles like where is the um the pain point there because that's going to help you to pinpoint what you need to work on and uh also thinking about it in terms of say for example any sort of strength imbalances you have like pinpointing that as well you know like because running is a single leg sport like a lot of the single leg strength can use some what can need some work to make you stronger and more resilient more capable of 
force into the ground, all of that sort of stuff. So if you're aware of some particular imbalances that you have, then that can have like a direct carryover as well. Um, and like it can be really quite specific. So, you know, say for example, if you are doing like I've done track work on a grass track around here and it um, I'm faster one way than the other way because of my obliques. And the way that I am faster is not the direction that people run on tracks. So if I wanted to go to the Pampak Masters and run on the track, I'm going in the direction that I'm slower at. So I would need to do a lot of oblique work to even that up. And it's a good thing to work on anyway. Uh, so uh, because it, those obliques help to sort of uh, keep my hips stable in running even when that's in a straight line. So there are also things like that that you can identify uh, that are also going to just help in general. And probably the final point about plateaus is sometimes they can just be mental and you just have a blockage around something. So maybe you did a 5K and it was really, really hard. And in your mind, you thought, I am never going to be able to do any better than that. And it is amazing how much that thought can stop you from progressing. Just having that viewpoint about your training can often be enough for your brain to just sort of like switch off from doing anything anything like that. And sometimes that means challenging that self-belief that you have and not on like something airy-fairy, on actual data. So, you know, like if you have a thought of like, oh, you know, like that, I'm never going to be able to improve on that. You can kind of dig into that and say, well, is that true? Um, because like I've improved in all of these other things, like, you know, like I had my fastest 200 the other day or I had my fastest stride or, you know, like I've improved on in this area or in that area. So it stands to reason that I would be capable of improving in this one thing or that that would have carryover and sort of get specific with it because often just that simple conversation with yourself can kind of like remove that block that you might have to uh, doing something like that again and that's sort of where too it helps to have somebody to bounce ideas off because you can sort of like work through okay like where are the pain points in my performances what am I struggling with what do I need to work on you know like what are my weaknesses that maybe I'm like avoiding in training uh, and just sort of it just helps to because uh, a lot of times you know what the answer is you just need that back and forth to to kind of see where you need to like what is going to give you the best result by you know spending some time on it that's it for this week uh hopefully be back next week with uh with kirsten to hear all about the alpine challenge uh, if you have any questions at all that you'd like answered on the podcast just let me know and i will speak to you guys next week